All right, well, good morning. Come on, who's excited to be here this morning? You make a little bit of noise, excited to be here. Man, it's so good to see you guys. I want to welcome all of our campuses and everyone watching online as well. It is 2023. How many of you are excited that it's 2023? We got a new year. Come on, it's a new year, all right? You like New Year's? I mean, come on. Isn't it amazing when the calendar changed, the year changed, we think our whole life could be transformed. Like with the, with the moment, like flip it's a new year, I get a do-over, a mulligan ride, I get to start over, I get to do something better this year. In fact, let me go in and I want all of you to participate with me this morning. In fact, I want everyone even online to participate this morning. How many of you have something right now in your life? It could be personal, it could be work-related, it doesn't matter. How many of you have something right now in your life that you wanna change? Get your hand up, you wanna change something about your life. Get your hand, awesome. I want you to do me a favor. Everyone raised your hand and those who didn't raise your hand, you're lying to me this morning because I know there's something about you you wanna change. All of us want something in our life to be different or to get better. I want you to write down, I want you to think about this. If you wanna write it down, that's fine. But I want you to think, what is one thing in your life that you want to change in 2023? One thing. It could be, hey, you know, you know, I, I want to eat better or I want to, I don't know, read my Bible more. I want to be more present with my children. I don't know. What is it for you that you want to do? Now, here's what, the next step. I want you to identify right now in your mind what's one reason why you can't do that. What's one obstacle or one thing hindering you from achieving what you wanna do in 2023? I want you to think about that just for a moment. I'm gonna be your pastor coach this morning, okay? I'm gonna coach you into 2023. What is one thing that you think right now I would like to change, but there's gonna be this obstacle, this is gonna keep me from doing it? And if I looked at your answer, if you wrote out your answer, if we had time, you already know probably what you wanna change in your life. You've tried to do it for the last several days, right? Just hang tight, the gyms will be clear in about three more weeks, all right, they'll be empty. And all the kale will be back on shelf. Like who in their life goes to eat more kale? Come on, man, like really? Like eat more kale? And so if you would, if you would look at what you wrote down you wanna change and you would look at what's holding you back, I probably would guess it's an external factor. You know, I could do it, but they, or but them, or but this. Let me give you an example. If this is the year I decide I'm gonna eat healthy, I'm gonna do good, right? And I'm a family of six, and so I'm gonna eat good, and, and all of a sudden I already, you know, got together with my wife, and my wife's like, listen, I'm not gonna make two different meals, and like, you wanna eat your thing, we're gonna eat our thing. This is not what's happening, this is an example. And like, you're gonna eat your thing, and you know, I'm gonna fix the kids, because the kids don't wanna eat clean, they don't wanna eat what you wanna eat, and so then you get on Amazon, and you start making these excuses. I don't have the prepackaged boxes for the prep meals, and all this stuff, and I don't want chicken and sweet potato every night, and you've got all this stuff and then you're hungry by 11 o'clock because you're starving yourself to death and you go and all of a sudden I will I will try it for a week and then I will say you know it's just hard for my wife to cook two different meals it's hard because I don't have the right meal prep you know recipes I don't have the right meal prep you know containers to take to work and it's so hard to get up earlier make sure you have everything ready and what happens is we begin to blame the reason why we can't do something is by the external things around us but I'm here to tell you that we have to change the way we change. The only way you can change something about you, the only way you can change something around you is what you change about what's going on inside of you. Every external factor is, is a direct result of an internal action that you have going on in your life. In fact, look at the person sitting beside you, say it's an inside job. Tell them, say it's an inside job. You wanna change, it starts from the inside. It's an inside job. We have to change our approach to change. I love what Proverbs 23, seven, as he thinks within himself, as she thinks within herself, so he is. 
sows you. Here's that. What you think is who you are. Whatever you want to change, it starts right here. I would say you got to change how you see yourself, but I would go a step further and say you must change how you think about yourself. If you don't like the fruit that's coming from your life, then you have to look at the root of the problem. If you don't like the fruit of your life, you gotta look at the root of your heart. If all these things you see externally, I wanna stop this, I wanna do this better, I wanna quit nagging about her, I wanna quit gossiping at work, I wanna be more present doing this, whatever the negative fruit is in your life, you have to trace it all the back to the root in your heart. It's an inside job. It all starts from the inside. You will never have any transformation, any change, unless it begins inside. That's why we'll say things this, this the second week of January. I will never, I will never, I will never be able to eat clean. I will never be able to exile. I will never be able to get that promotion. I will never win with my money. I'm never gonna find someone this year. There's gonna be a year I'm gonna be single again. I'm never gonna get that job. I'm never gonna graduate. I'm never gonna be able to retire. I'm never going to, you fill in the blank. I'm never gonna have a low score in the golf, okay? I mean, come on, right? Like, I'm never gonna have that, whatever it may be. And all of a sudden, we believe this negativity that we can't achieve or we can't do. Or I'm not, you know, I'm not them. I'm not disciplined. I'm not a morning person. I'm not a late person. I'm not a movie person. You know, I'm not a healthy person. Wait, I'm not, I'm not. You will fill in the blanks in your life. This is an inside job. Or I always, well, I always default to this and I always go back to this. Or two words that I remove from our family is the word I can't. We gotta stop saying I can't. It's not that you can't, it's that you choose not to. Say, I choose not to. Well, I can't get up early. No, stop and say, you choose not to. Well, I can't change. No, just say, I choose not to change. It's an inside job. Everything you want in your life is gonna begin from the inside. Everything that you want to be. I wanna read my Bible more this year, right? And everyone does good until they get to Leviticus. I don't know what it is. Like, when you get to Leviticus, it's like, really? It goes all, like, what, what? Like, I mean, oh, okay, can I go back to John or something, you know? Like, like I don't understand this. And you're on a good path. It's like, see, I will never be able to read through my Bible. I will never be able to, and fill in the blank. I'll never make time to be able to be in the rooted group or the rooted experience. I won't have time to be in groups. Why? Listen, all your external activity and factors, everything around you, you can't blame anything else but you. You wanna change? It's an inside job. It starts right here within you. So, as everybody's going to the gym for the next few weeks, or at least for the first two weeks of gym, everybody wants to get healthy, they wanna go to the gym. That's kind of the typical goal people wanna do. Today, I'm gonna take us to the gym. But today, I'm taking us to the mind gym. This is the battlefield. You gotta go to the mind gym. You gotta start working on your mind. This is what the enemy wants. This is where change happens. You wanna change your marriage? It starts here. You wanna change your finances? It starts here. You wanna break your addiction to porn? It starts here. You wanna break your addiction to the bottle? It starts here. It starts right here. You wanna be everything God wants you to be? It starts right here. You wanna get up and be disciplined? It starts right here. It's an inside job. It starts right here. This is what the enemy wants. This is the battle he is after. And everything you wanna change for 2023, we can blame it's her, it's him, it's my boss, it's the weather, I'm just tired, too much extracurricular activities, I'm taking the kids everywhere, I don't have time. It's right here. This is the battlefield. Change your mind, it could change your life. So we're gonna go to the mind gym today. Because a mind that is untrained, if your mind is untrained, listen to me, your thoughts will win. Does all of you always have pure thoughts? Listen to me. If you don't train your mind, your thoughts will win and dictate your life. 
But if you can train your mind, if you could go to the mind gym and train your mind, watch this, you win, not your thoughts, you win. So we have to stop trying to change, and watch this, and start training our minds for change. We have to stop trying, trying harder, and I can just do more. We don't need more willpower, you need why power. And why power, why you do what you do starts right here. Transformation starts right here in our mind. So we gotta train our mind, and if we will train our mind, watch this, we'll change our behavior. So what behavior about you you wanna change this year? Because that's usually what we wanna change, something about us, right? I wanna change, I wanna be better at this. I don't wanna be snappy with the ch- kids. I, w- I wanna be a bit more present at work. I don't wanna jack slap my coworker on, Sunday, on Monday mornings. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wanna be, you know, I don't wanna scream in you. I don't wanna slam cabinet doors. I don't wanna yell at the kids anymore. I wanna win with my money. This is you ever gonna get on a budget, and I'm gonna win. Every bit of that, watch this, every bit of that starts with training your mind. And if you can train your mind, you can change your life and you could change your behavior, whatever behavior that you want to change in your life. But why is this so hard? Really, why is it so hard? Why is this so difficult to do? I've been doing a lot of research in the brain science and, 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 and just all this stuff, and I've been really excited about it for the last several months. And National Science Foundation has reported this. I don't know how they know this, but this is what the National Science Foundation says. The National Science Foundation said 80% of the thoughts that we have are negative. Eight out of 10 of every thought, and you have thousands and thousands of thoughts every day. 80% of them are negative. Have you thought about that? How many of your thoughts are negative before your feet even hit the floor when you get out of bed? Oh my gosh, it's another day at work. I hate this, I, gotta, I hate going to work. And oh, I just, kids are gonna be late, running late. I got that meeting today. I do not like that person in that meeting whatsoever. Oh, I gotta walk the dog. Who's gonna walk? Why is these kids, they never walk the dog at my house. And like you all, before you even get out of bed, how negative are your thoughts? Have you ever thought about that? And if that is true, it goes on and says, and nine out of 10 of those thoughts are recurring all day long. And you're wondering, how am I gonna win the mind gym? How am I gonna train my mind? How am I gonna get better? How is this gonna change the behavior that's around me? The culture is doing everything they can, right, to cripple you. You have this toxic thinking. You have the lies from the devil and you have the lies to yourself. I think you lie to yourself more than the devil lies to you. I'll never, I can't, I will always be. You fill in the blank. You change your mind, you can change your life. You say things like this, I'm no good, or I'll never amount to anything, or I'm damaged good, or I will always be this way, and I'll never measure up, and I'll never be like them. I'll never have what they have. And we wanna blame all these external factors. You know what the crazy thing is? The crazy thing is, this is really what's tough is that your supercomputer mind that you have, this supercomputer mind that never forgets anything, has a negative scoreboard for the rest of your life in front of you. Do you know that every experience that's ever happened to you, every word that's ever been spoken to you, your mind and your subconscious has remembered every single thing, things that you've even forgotten. And you forgot when you was a little boy, little girl, and a coach said that you'll never amount to anything and you'll never be good enough, and now you're a 48-year-old man and now you're wondering why you have FOPO. Fear of other people's opinions and why you think you're never gonna be good enough and why you think your boss, and now you've got anxiety, you don't wanna go to work. You're like, I'm a 48-year-old man. Why do I have anxiety about this? Or I'm a 38-year-old mom. Why do I have anxiety about this? Because somewhere in your subconscious mind, someone spoke a negative thing over to you and you've got this negative scoreboard that's always gonna be flashing in your face that you're no good and you'll never be good. You gotta survive. You gotta take care of yourself. You're the number one of your life. Make sure, so flee, fight, run, or freeze. 
And now you're sitting there going, where's this coming from? Because your supercomputer mind never forgets. It has a negative scoreboard for the rest of your life. And now we're sitting there going, train your mind. You wanna win the mind, Jim? You wanna change your marriage? You wanna change your life? Listen, you wanna change your behavior? You wanna be, listen, you're the closest God as you wanna be. You know why you're not as close as God? You choose not to. You choose not to. You can't say, well, that church, they just don't feed me. The pastor used the wrong translation. The music's too loud. I can feel the bump in my chest. And like, you know what? It's just, I, this is not my place for me. And I can't be there every Sunday morning. I don't understand the Bible. I don't have this. I don't know where to even start in the Bible. You know where that comes from? It's because you choose not to. You can't blame. Well, my parents just never took me to church. It's my parents' fault. It's not your parents' fault. Stop being a victim. That's a victim mentality. Change it now. I choose, so we start saying things like this. Quit hiding behind business. Hey, you wanna be part of our root of experience? No, nah, man, I'm just busy. Won't you just look at him in the face and say, bro, really, I just choose not to? Hey, won't you come to church? Well, you know, um, I, I gotta work on Sundays or sometimes it's the only day I get to sleep in, so I really can't be there. I'll just catch the podcast online. Why don't you just look and say, honestly, I just choose to sleep in and not come? Because that's what you're doing. That's what you're choosing. Let's just be a people who are real. Let's just be honest. This is the battlefield. This is what the mind wants. And if you want to change, it starts right here. So we got to go to the mind gym. Y'all ready to go to the mind gym? You want to change your life? If you want to change your life, you got to change how you think about it. You want to change 23? It starts right here. Whatever you want to accomplish begins right here. Everything happens twice. First in your mind, then in action. This is where it all begins. So let's train our brain for change. And we can do that, and we can be where God wants us to be. I read this quote, and this is fascinating, as I've been studying for the last, actually several months, preparing for this moment, for this series. And it came from a, a, a guy that you've all read before in philosophy and, and school or in college or in high school, probably called Plato. So you probably know of Plato, you've heard about it, the stuff, we have a few of his writings. And one of his writings, watch this, this is like four, three, three to 400 years before Jesus was ever born. He writes this. He says, the first and greatest victory is to conquer self. If you can conquer yourself, you could conquer anything. Now, Paul's about to give us an answer, how do we conquer self? We'll get that in just a moment. And then you fast forward just a few hundred years later, almost 2,000 years ago, Marcus Aurelius makes this comment. Almost 2,000 years ago, the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. You think 2,000 years, like he didn't have nobody talking bad about him on Facebook. You know what I'm talking about? Like, what are you talking about? He didn't have all this stimuli that's coming out, all this toxic stuff and a culture trying to, he listen, he's sitting there and he goes, listen, if you wanna be happy in life, it all starts with your thoughts. It's an inside job. It's an inside, 2,000 years ago. Then why of us in the richest country in the world walking around so depressed, so anxious, so mad, so victim in time, everybody owes us, like nothing's gonna change and woe is me and I'm never gonna be and I'm never gonna become and I'm never gonna have. I'm always going to be, and you fill in the blank. Listen, this is where the battlefield is. This is what the enemy wants. Because if he can get this, he can change you. This is the battlefield. We got to go to the mind gym. How important do you think mental fitness is? See, health fitness we know is really important. Do you ever take a class on mental fitness? Mental fitness is, mental toughness is very, very, very important. This is where it begins, especially we live in a world where so much, you know, uh, things are going on in our life and our mindset and the things in the world and we're trying to cope, how does this even happen and we're shut down and everything's going on, like all the mental stuff, mental fitness is so important. Listen, so important, let's see what the Apostle Paul has to say about it. That was your coach, let me be your pastor now. Here we go. Romans 7, 
Listen to what the Apostle Paul, see if you can relate to him. <laughs> I have discovered this principle of life. Now, when the Apostle Paul says that, we should lean in. That when I want to do what is right, eat kale. I ever do what is wrong, grab the Oreo. Can I get a witness? <laughs> now, obviously, he's probably not talking about food right here. He's talking about sin. The things that I know that I ought to do and I should do, and I know it's the right thing to do. Those are the things that I don't do. I always absolutely go the wrong way. Now, for the record, this is the guy who knows the first five books of the Bible memorized. Leviticus is in that, y'all. Pharisee of the Pharisee. Jesus met him face to face, knocked him off his horse. And now he's wrote third of the New Testament that we believe is inspired by God. That guy, that guy says, I know what to do is right but I always find myself doing what's wrong. Can you relate? I really got good intentions. I wanna do what's right. I even know that's the right thing to do. But I wanna change. And I always find myself doing what's wrong. Verse 22, look what he says. I love God's law with all of my heart. He's like, listen, I got the Bible memorized, man. I am full of the scripture. I am full of the word. I love God's word with all of my heart. But... There's another power within me that is at war with my mind. It's at war with my mind. It's at war with my mind. Look at the person sitting beside says an inside job. It's right here. I know what I should do is right, but there's a war and a battle with my mind and I end up doing what I don't wanna do. You wanna stop doing what you wanna do? It starts right here. You can't blame her, you can't blame your boss, you can't blame your parents, you can't blame 2022, you can't blame the pandemic, you can't blame the economy's tanking, you can't blame nothing. Listen, you want to change your life, it starts right here. And there's a power that's doing everything it can to corrupt your mind. So you won't be everything that God has called you to be. Verse 23. This power makes me a slave to the sin that is still within me. Paul said, I'm not perfect. Oh, what a miserable man I am. Who will free me from this life that is dominated, dominated by sin and death? Now, you probably don't make that kind of a statement, right? You're like, who's gonna free me from this job that I hate? But you're not probably like, who's gonna free me from this life of sin and death? Like, you probably don't walk around and say that. Dude, we need to talk, okay? Paul's like, I'm such a wretch, I'm such a miserable person, woe is me. How am I gonna fix my mindset? How am I gonna go to the mind gym? And the things that I wanna do, I find myself not doing, but how do I start doing the things that I wanna do? How is that even possible? I love what he says in verse 25. Thank God, the answer is Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the answer. He is where we go to the mind gym. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law. I wanna do the right thing. I wanna be everything that God wants me to be. But because of my sinful nature, I'm a slave to sin. So there's a battle, there's this dichotomy. How do we have victory over this? How do we defeat this? And then Romans, if you flip over Romans chapter eight, probably Romans eight verse one is my favorite verse in all the Bible. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That should be shouting noise for you. 
There is no more condemnation for those of us in Jesus. He's never gonna hold our sin against us anymore. The things that Paul says, I know what to do, but I find myself doing, if you put your faith and trust in Jesus, watch this, he takes your sin and casts them as far as the east as the west, and he remembers them, and you will never be condemned for your sins. Who would neglect Jesus? Who would neglect such a great salvation? Who would say no to such thing? Someone who is not winning the battle in their mind because the enemy has blinded the minds of those who do not believe. This is the battlefield. He says in Romans eight, verse five, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that pleases the Spirit. We just had a whole series talking about the Holy Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your life means this, you're gonna lead to death. You wanna win the mind, Jim? You wanna win the game of life? You gotta let the Spirit control your mind, which leads to life and peace. I, let me tell you I know something about you. I know everything about you, but I know this about you. You want a better life, and you want peace in your life. No doubt about it. And whatever it is you think you're searching for, the fame, the glory, whatever it is you think you're searching for, can only be found in Jesus. You wanna change your life and you put your faith and trust in Jesus. So how do you do this? Got nine minutes and 40 seconds. It's gonna be a hit training workout at the gym, mind gym, right here. Hit mind gym, right here we go. How do you do this? So the Apostle Paul gives us an insight how we go to the mind gym. And it's found in Romans chapter 12. He gives us a hint and then we're gonna bounce real quick to Corinthians. Romans 12, he says this. Do not be conformed to this world but be transformed, be changed. Metamorphosis is the word to hear, this Greek word. It's, it's a picture of a butterfly that's being transformed from a cocoon, from an inside out. It's, it's growing from the inside out. You wanna grow from the inside out? You wanna be transformed from the inside out? You wanna change from the inside out? Here's what he says. The only way you can do this is to renew your mind. The one who says, I know what I ought to do, but I find myself not doing. If I really wanna be transformed, I've got to figure out how do I renew my mind? This is the battlefield. You have to renew your mind, rewire your mind, so that it may prove what the will of God is for your life, that which is good and acceptable, perfect, and good and acceptable and perfect. You wanna change, you wanna be transformed, you gotta renew your mind. This is the battlefield. You've got to renew your mind. Up until recently, scientists believed that your brain could never be changed. What your brain is, that's how it is, and it can never be changed. Over the last decade or so, They've realized now that you can recreate new neural pathways and rewire your brain. You can actually change. In fact, when you do something over and over and over and over and over, it makes a neural pathway in your mind that becomes a habit. That's why when you go and drive, you don't think about it no more. You have a neural pathway on how you drive. Some of you need to go back to driving school, just saying. How you eat, how you put your shoes on, your, your, your socks on, how you brush your teeth, all this is automatic, automatic, automatic. Anything that's automatic in your life, listen to me, is a neural pathway designed and made a rut and made a habit for you to do. You know, scientists have proved you can rewire your brain. When you say, I will never, I will always, I will not be, and you fill in the blank, you're digging that rut deeper and deeper and deeper, but you can rewire your brain. It's called neuroplasticity. I love that science is now caught up with the Bible. Paul says, if you wanna rewire your brain, if you wanna renew your brain in this toxic world that we live in, if you wanna renew your brain, it starts right here. How do you do that? How do you rewire your brain? Well, there's all kinds of things and stuff that we could talk about how to rewire your brain. But how do you do this? And why is this important? Let me give you a few reasons why and then I'll give you a how. 
Here's one reason why it's important, because your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And whatever your thoughts are, wherever they're driving you to, listen, that is the direction of your life. That's the direction you're moving into the area of your strongest thoughts. What you think about will come to pass out in your life. If it's always negative thoughts and broken soundtracks that play over and over and over and over, it will control your life and you'll be paralyzed and you will not be everything that God's called you to be. Why? Because Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. This is the battlefield. This is why the enemy wants it. Why is this important? Because the life you lead is a reflection of the thoughts you think. The life that you lead is a reflection of the thought. Do you like the life you have right now? Look at your thoughts. Look at your mindset. Look how you see it. Some of you, you are so pessimistic. Oh my goodness, I mean, you're pessimistic now. They even talk about being pessimistic, right? I mean, like you are so, like you can see your negative Nancy, what are you gonna say? You always, there's always a reason. Like, did you hear about so-and-so getting their job? Yeah, but it's only because I know somebody. You don't even celebrate. There's always conspiracy behind everything. And you hide, well, I'm just always like that. I'm just pessimistic. Like, it's a survival instinct. Change it. You have the choice to change it. When somebody gets something you don't want, quit being jealous, start celebrating for them. When somebody hits their goals, quit being jealous, celebrate. Rewire your brain. You don't always have to see it half empty. You can see it half full. That is a choice. Well, I'm just not wired that way. Rewire it. Rewire it. I'm telling you what, this can change your life. Your life will lead in the direction of your thoughts. Why is this important? Why? Because thoughts form beliefs. Beliefs forms feelings. Feelings form behavior. And your behavior will form your destiny. If you don't like the destiny you're heading right now, you trace it all back, you have to change what you're believing. This is the battlefield. You wanna change your marriage? It's gonna start right here. You wanna change your finances? You wanna stop right here. You wanna break that addiction? It starts right here. You wanna be more disciplined? It starts right here. You wanna be a better dad, a better mom? It starts right here. You wanna be a better husband, better wife? It starts right here. You wanna be a better friend, better coworker? It starts right here. You wanna get healthy? It starts right here. You wanna win in life? It starts right here. You wanna get up and read your Bible every other day? It's gonna start right here. Right here. Right here. So what? Go to the mind gym. Train your mind. Thoughts are gonna come, we gotta figure out how do we train our mind? Train them. So here's my question to you. Are you excited about where your thoughts are taking you in 2023? Are you excited about where your thoughts right now, over the last what, how many days has it been? My watch has turned off. In 2023, are you excited about? Change your thoughts, change your destiny. Starts here, because here's the reality. You cannot have a positive life with a negative mind. And here's what's amazing about it. It's your choice. You can't be a victim mentality anymore. Blame your parents, blame whatever, blame her, blame him, blame your boss, blame your coach, blame the economy, blame the job market, blame everything. No, no, no. Here. Starts right here. So how do we do this in three minutes and three seconds? Second Corinthians chapter 10. 
the Apostle Paul is gonna give us the how. This is the how. He says in verse three, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. They have their weapons and all this stuff, but our weapons are different, he says. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On contrary, they have divine power. Your weapons have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Here it is, here it is. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Now let me break this down. A stronghold is a fortress. In the first century, when so they're writing this, it's a picture of when we retreat, we're gonna get in a fortress and a stronghold to protect us, lock us in, lock us down. It's a stronghold that cannot be breached. And the Bible says, listen, when you have your thoughts, your thoughts now become a stronghold in your mind, a fortified city, and it locks you by deception. That's why you say, I can't, I will never, I will always be, I'm never good. God, if God loves me, I don't feel like God loves me. If God can't forgive me, you don't know what I've tried, you don't know what I've done, you don't know where I've come from. When you start hearing people say, I know what the Bible says, but they're locked by deception. It's a fortified city that's locked your mind. And it's not because you're a bad person. It's because sin has entered into the world and sin has warped our minds. And the devil's gonna do everything he can to lock you in deception and blind you from the truth. Tell you that, listen, they're gonna be better. That thing's gonna happen more. That this is, the, this is the way you should go. You should pursue this. Don't worry about everybody. Worry about yourself. You don't have time to be part of a rooted experience. You don't have time to show up on church on Sunday. Come on, you don't have time for this stuff. It's gonna lock you by deception. It's a fortified city. But here's what you need to know about Satan. He's a liar and he's the father of lies. And my question is going into 2023, what lies holding you back from being everything that God wants you to be? What lies holding you back from truly changing into the person that God wants you to be? Do you take your thoughts captive or are you captive by your thoughts? Do you take those thoughts captive or are you captive by your thoughts? I'm gonna go over here, but it's okay. When I first got married, my wife drove a Ford F-150, lives on a farm and raises tobacco. Hello, that's right. I never lived on a farm before, and here I'm part of, you know, kind of a farm family, and I said, like, this is gonna be cool. They have some horses and stuff like that, and my father-in-law on my, had a two-week vacation, had a week off, and he's like, hey, we're gonna cut hay. I was like, all right, I'm gonna prove my father-in-law. Here we go, I'm gonna work for him. And 800 square bells later, my hands from picking up strings of bells of hay as a 23-year-old kid. That's work, y'all. One of his horses gave birth to a little colt, and, and I was, it was the cutest little thing ever. My wife made fun of me because I brought like a horse training clicker, clicker this, and I think we still have the clicker. I don't know if you threw it away or whatever. And I had this horse training book, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna train this horse, and I'm gonna go out there, and the first thing God, you gotta put the halter on this little colt. And so I would sneak up while it's laying down, and I'd put my knee on it, and I'd wrestle it and get that, I'd put that halter on it, and I'd get it on there and, and tie it on tight and zip it because they gotta get used to it, it's on his face. And then you gotta bait him over, you gotta get him close to the, to this, to the, uh, the pole and you had this leash and this lead rope and you, you kinda secretly wanna clip it on, you wanna hot time to it. 
And I would tie that little fill, that little coal to that, and it would start breathing, it'd start kicking back, and it would try to get away from him, and it'd get so exhausted, it would lay there. And all of a sudden, look at me, his tongue hanging out, just breathing. I was like, oh, bless his heart, I should let go. And like, no, you gotta do this, you gotta break them, you gotta break them. I said, okay. And every day I'd go out there and I'd take that little coat and I'd, I'd hook it up and it'd start rearing and it would start going and it would start trying to pull itself back and eventually it would not move anymore. And now when it grew to be an 800 pound beast, that same horse I could take it with its lead rope and tie it to a chair and it would not move and would not break free because it had a neural pathway, a rut in its mind, a limited belief in pop psychology, we would say a lie, that it could not move it. And some of you right now, you are chained to an illusion that you will never change, you will always be, your marriage is gonna be this way, your finances are gonna be this way, your health is gonna be, spiritually this is how it's always gonna be in my life. You are chained to an illusion. And the Lord brought you here this morning to say, break the chain. And here's how you break the chain. It's an inside job. It starts right here in your life. It is the thoughts that you think. You have to take your thoughts captive. Psychologists call this metacognition. Metacognition has nothing to do with meta face, Facebook or anything like that. Metacognition is when you think about your thoughts. Most of us never think about our thoughts in fact, most of us never think even before we speak. Metacognition is when you think about your thoughts. Paul says, meta, Paul says, capture your thoughts. See, do you love how science is caught up with the Bible? Think about your thoughts. Interrogate your thought. That's a picture of take your thoughts captive of a Roman soldier who takes his sword out and interrogates someone. Who are you? Where are you from? Are you with us or are you against us? That's a battlefield, it's the same word he said. Take your thoughts captive means this. You take your thoughts captive. You take that thought and say, is that truth or is that a lie? Where's that coming from? Is God telling me that I'm no good and I'm damaged good and I'll never be and I'll never have and this is how I want? Is God telling me that? Or is that my flesh or the devil lying to me? See, most of us never take time to take our thoughts captive and we wonder why we can't win in life. And the Apostle Paul says, here, you gotta train your mind. You gotta go to the mind gym. That means every single thought that comes to your mind, you gotta take it captive and you gotta interrogate. Is that truth or is that a lie? Is that from God or is that not from God? Is that what God wants from me? Not from me. If it's not, okay, next. Take your thoughts captive. None of us, watch this, we don't slow down enough to do that. And the Apostle Paul said, you wanna go to the mind gym? You have to take your thought. Your first thought may be negative, but listen to me, honey, your second thought don't have to be. You have the power to capture it. You have the power to change it. And you can do this. I know you can do this. So here's what the renewal process looks like. You gotta pay attention to your thoughts. It's called metacognitive. You gotta pay attention to your thoughts. And when you do that, you have to identify the lie. You have to identify what is truth, what not. You have to identify the lie. You gotta take it captive. You gotta label it. Oh, I love it. If you can name it, you can tame it. If you can define it, you can defeat it. You label it. That is not from God, that is not true. That is not true about me. I am more than a conqueror in Christ. I have been called, I am anointed. Whatever that thought, you take that lie, you take it captive and you replace it with truth. And when you know the truth, preach to me church, the truth of what? I promise you the devil don't want you to be set free. He wants you to be in bondage in your thoughts for the rest of your life. 
This is the battlefield. Anything you want to change in 2023, anything, any, I don't care if it's even a non-spiritual goal in your life, anything you want to change, watch this, starts right here. Not with willpower, why power, right here. Change your mind, change your behavior, change your life. This is the battlefield. Listen to me, you're not gonna change your life by chance. You change your life by change. And you change it by changing the way you think. Let me encourage you real quick. You cannot change your destination overnight. You can't change the destination overnight. But you can change the direction. And I pray today you choose to change the direction of your life by the thoughts that you think. You choose that. Let me say it like this. You can't change 2022, but you can change you. So let's do this. Let's go to the mind gym. I'm gonna ask you to bow your heads. Thank you for being here and coming to worship with us today. Everyone online, all of our campuses as well. Let's make this be the best year ever of our life. We have no idea what this year holds. But guess what? Let's get to the mind gym. Let's begin to train our mind for change. And we do that as believers, as Paul says, to think on things that are good, true, honorable, noble, righteous. You wanna know God's will for your life? You gotta know God's word. For believers, we train our mind by getting in God's word and letting the word renew our minds. That's when we know when we know the lies comes our way. I don't know if that's truth or if that's a lie. I don't even know because you don't know the truth. Get in God's word, get in the truth, and it will set you free. And maybe the Lord brought you here today. You say, I'm gonna start my life off right. This is a new year, new me. Let's go. I'm gonna start going to church, do the right thing. I'm so proud of you, and that's amazing. But let me know, the only true change that's ever gonna come is when you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I believe God brought you here today just for to do that. But pastor, you don't know what I've come from, nor I tried, you know how I messed up, and my mindset is just all over the place. Listen, he's the only one that has the power to help you fix it. So why don't you surrender your life to Jesus today by saying, Jesus, I believe you. I believe you came for me, I believe you died for me, and I believe you got up out of the grave for me. And today, as best as I know how, I surrender my life to you. Now help me transform my life by renewing my mind with your word, with your truth, and follow you all the days of my life. If that's you, your campus pastor or host is gonna come out just in a moment, they're gonna share with you your next steps. God, thank you so much for your word. Man, thank you so much, Paul, for writing these things to us. God, you inspired him to have letters to see that his struggle with his mindset. And even when we find the things we wanna do, we don't do the things we wanna do. It's, it's a mindset. It's, it's all right here. So I pray 2023, God, will be a year that we go to the mind gym and we begin to train our mind, mental fitness, so we can change our lives. For it's your name we ask and we pray, amen. Hey guys, thanks for joining us online today. If you felt led to take any next steps throughout this message, we would love to connect with you. You can best do that at betterlife.church slash next steps. If you would like to stay connected with us, um, you can download our app on any major 
platforms. And lastly, if you feel led to give and support the ongoing ministry of Better Life Church, you can do so at betterlife.church give. Thank you all so much for joining us and we will see you next week.